Okay, we are going to start the Beni Shchai Halachos. The Beni Shchai Halachos is one of the best Sfarim ever written. And yes, yes, it was written for Sfarim. But we're going to see there's tons of Halachos that apply to Ashkenazim as well. I will differentiate. I will tell you which things apply to Sfarim, apply to Ashkenazim. And here's the coolest thing. What the Beni Shchai did is he wrote a shear for every Parsha for two years straight. So everything is connected to that parsha. He writes one Devar Torah at the beginning of it that sort of connects with what he's going to talk about, and then he goes into it. So what we're going to talk about, just to give you an example of what happens over here, Shanri Shona, he's going to talk about Tzitzis, he's going to talk about Tefillin, he's going to talk about Brachos and Tefillah. That's what he's going to go through in the beginning. So I, I, the beginning of it is where he gives his Devar Torah. I'm going to quickly go through the Devar Torah. It's not going to be like I'm, that, that part we're just going to sort of run through. And then after we're going to get to the actual Lachos. He says, Hashem made for Adam and his wife clothing of leather, and then he got them dressed. So he said the following, he says, the Arizal says that before the chait of Adam Arishon, he had kosnos or with an aleph. He had clothing of light. The clothing of light was made from what's called the chashmal. Chashmal we translate as electricity now, but it wasn't electricity. Chashmal means something that's special. When he sinned, that those clothes that he had, which was made up of 378 different lights, whatever that means, 378 lights is the gematria of Chashmal. Instead, he got another malbush that was made with or, ayin bavresh. And he calls that, that came from a lower level, from something on this earth. Now, when we make the bracha by malbish arumim, the Arizal says that a malbush adam should be kadosh. When we do Averos, we cause Klipos to gla- grab on to our, that's Tuma, that's like Shadim, demons, grab on to our clothing itself. But every piece of clothing has that original Kosnos or with an Aleph that Adam Rishon had before the Chait. So even though now we're wearing clothing, but each one of us has sort of like an aura. And that aura is a little bit of a layer of light that goes around our clothing completely. That's called an or hamakif. That means every layer of clothing that you put on. Like, for example, I have a t-shirt on underneath this, right? The t-shirt has an or hamakif around it. I put on a pair of tzitzis on top of that. That pair of tzitzis has another or hamakif. The shirt that I have is an or hamakif. The pants that I have, obviously, the underwear that I have, everything that I wear has that or hamakif that goes around me wherever it is. And if you have a proper or hamakif, then the klipos, the tumah, has no ability to grab onto you. They have to stay on the outside, and you have nothing to worry about. That's how the Ariza, that's how the Ben starts it off right over here. The Nachash Hakadmoni was jealous of Adam Rishon before the Chet, and he wanted him to sin. He was jealous of the Kosnos Or, with an Aleph, the clothing of light that Adam Rishon had, and that's all he had. He didn't need clothing. He was naked. Right, Adam Rishon and Chava. They didn't need clothing. They were just surrounded by a piece of clothing that that was light, and that's something that he wanted. The Nachush was in the midbore with the clouds. That's exactly it. They were surrounded with something that was there, and that's what it means. He said, "Ben Nachush Haya Arum." 
Yeah, he was naked, but he felt naked because he didn't have an or makif. He didn't have the kasnos or with an aleph that the others had. He felt like he was missing something. He felt like he didn't have something. And that's what he did. He tried to make sure that Adam would lose the kasnos or with an aleph and instead get the kasnos or with an ayin. That's what ended up happening. Some say that the kasnos or with an ayin that he got was the skin of the Nachash HaKadmoni. For the first time, the Nachash HaKadmoni shed its skin. And that skin was given to Adam Marishon and Chava. And that's the clothes that they wore afterward. That's the levush that they had at that point. Okay, so here's an interesting thing. He said the difference between or with an ayin and or with an aleph in Gematria is 69. Ayin is 70, Aleph is 1, 69. 69 is the gematria of Yagon, sadness. We went from Kosnos Or with an Aleph to Kosnos Or with an Ayin, and that was Yagon, that sadness. And that Yagon is another name for the Satan. The Satan is called Plony. Anacha, if you heard that, Yagon Vanacha, is the Satan's wife, Lily, that causes people to be sad as well. I'm sorry? 420 because of marijuana the whole thing is 420-60 oh my gosh no but there is something I mean no no <laughs> but the, 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 the sum is supposed to be 100 and Lily is supposed to be 480 so they are 580 if you add the Aleph Lamed to the sum then it ends up being 613 that is known. So 420 and 480 is not so far off, but it's close, but it's not exactly that. But that's the Yagon, and that's exactly what it is, that what, what they lost. They, when we took on the Kosnos or with an ayin, we took on sadness for ourselves. Now, in the last paragraph, he says the following. He says, now, we just said that the Chitzonim, the demons, have nothing to do with our or makif. And that's why the Nachash HaKadmoni was so jealous of what he had. This is why Tzitzis is so special. And it's misugal. It has a skula to remind us of all the mitzvahs of Hashem. It says, Uri so you will see that Tzitzis Hashem. You'll remember all the mitzvahs of Hashem. And that's because the Tzitzis themselves are its own or makav. When a person wears Tzitzis, just the Tzitzis themselves allows all the klipos, all that tumah, to stay away from you. And then he says the following. He says, the only reason why we forget things in this world is because of those klipos. It's shells that, of tumma that surround you and don't let you think. And if you can't think, well, you can't remember things. That's what the klipos do. If you take away that tumma, you'll start remembering everything. It's so interesting, and he brings this up. The halacha is that you can't put on two pairs of clothing at once. If you put on two pairs of clothing at once, you'll begin to forget things. It's a Gemara and Horius. If you pull up, for example, you have your boxers and your pants and you're in the bathroom and you just quickly pull up both at the exact same time. Kasha l'shichacha. You put in a t-shirt with a shirt over it. You put both of them on at the same time. Kasha l'shichacha. And the sod, the secret behind that is, is because every lavush has its own or makif, its own light surrounding it. When you put on your t-shirt, you get an or makif. You put on your shirt, you get... You get an ormakif. If you put on two at a time, you're losing one of those ormakifs. One of the ormakifs can't be there. You only have one. 
so that the demon, so to speak, the klepos, can grab on to that middle part that wasn't there, right? And therefore, they're able to grab onto you, and that causes you to forget things one after the other, and that's the idea behind it. And therefore, he says that the word nishtzitzis, oh yeah, he connects it to the word nisharim a little bit later, right? But that's that. I, we shouldn't have to worry about anything. And then he goes on to the idea of but that's that. But he says that's why people wear multiple layers of clothing and especially tzitzis to give us the koach of zechira. And the more you wear it, the more you'll be able to remember things. It'll keep away forgetfulness and you're going to be zochah to tremendous things in this world. Okay, period. That brings to Aleph. The first piece over here, he says, Kodem shi'avarech v'yisatif. Before you make a bracha, and before you put on the talus by wrapping yourself in a talus. Yechavin l'kayim mitzvaseh lobosh tzitzis mitzvaseh kilchaso. Have kavana that you're being makayim a mitzvaseh of wearing tzitzis that have tzitzis on it properly. The Pasuk says you should make for yourself sittis on the corners of your begotten. It's a mitzvah. It is a time-bound mitzvah that women are not chayven, men are chayven, not women. By the by the intention of that preparation, by doing that, your bracha will have the power to bring up an amount of kedusha called mayin nukvin, the female waters, whatever that means, and to bring in a brain, to bring in koach into this world, shefa, influence into this world. So you should think about that. Stop for a second before you put on a talus and say to yourself, what am I saying here? What am I doing? Therefore, it's good to say before the bracha starts, l'shem yichud kudsha brichu shchinte to connect hakadosh baruch hu and the shchina. Harini muchan, I'm prepared. Lilbo sitzis mitzuyeses kalacha koshes ivano hashem alokenu like Hashem said. Basolam tizal kam tevigdam kere lasos nachas ruach liotrenu so that we can give something good back to our Creator. That's what a person should say. I do not personally say the L'shem Yichud. D- does Svartim all do that, Avram? No? I don't say the L'shem Yichud at all. I know I was taught when I was in Ari Crown to say the L'shem Yichud. But I never did it because it's Hasidish. What? They, ta- they taught it, yeah. I think it was because my Rebbe at the time, who taught us to do one of the bracha, whatever it is, was Hasidish. Rabbi Ratzik. Right, he taught me how to do it, and I think that's the reason why. But yeah, I definitely got it from him, right? And we do. I I, I used to do it for a while, and then I stopped doing it because I don't do the l'shem yichuds. There's nothing wrong with it, but the point is to be able to do this to say that a cup, you know, to have that kavana. And then you have to have kavana while you're wrapped in it, while you're wrapped in the talus. That Hashem has commanded us to unwrap in it. So we remember all mitzvos and do them properly. The later authorities write, If you don't do this, They fear me the way a person just does something because he's used to doing it. He's not thinking about it. He doesn't consider really what he's doing. He just does it because, like, that's that's what my parents did. And the truth is, we all do that. When I put on a talus, do I really think about it when I put it on? No, I don't really think about it. I should. I know I should. So maybe it's an important thing to stop there for a second. Even if you don't do L'Shem Yichud, stop there for a second and think, what am I doing? I'm enwrapping myself in Kedusha. That's really what I'm doing when I'm putting on a talus, when I'm putting on scissors. Okay, that's number one. Bays, and here's going to be a big difference between Ashkenazim and Svartim. Yevorech li atef bitzitzis, 
right? Bishva tachas beis belova patach. We do lista ilis atef batitis, right? Really tzitzis, right? We do it with a patach, not with a shva, but Svardim do it with a shva. He says, with tzarek lechavim berchus talus gadol liftor talus katan shalav. If you're going to wear a talus, you got to think I'm exempting myself from the tzitzis that I put on earlier. If I'm not putting on a talus, then I have to make a bracha on my tzitzis, right? That's the idea behind it. But otherwise, you didn't. Now, this Ben Ishkai held, right, shalop shato balayla, that you don't take off your regular tzitzis at night. You wear it all night long. And therefore, there was no bracha to make when you woke up in the morning because you were already wearing your tzitzis. I don't do that. I don't wear my tzitzis at night. I only put them out in the morning. But because I wear a talus, I use my bracha on the talus to potter my tzitzis. Some people say you should make a bracha on the tzitzis in the morning. Because there's a suffix bracha, we don't make a bracha. If that was your kavana, that's fine. You don't even have to pick up the tzitzis strings when you make the bracha on the talus. Don't worry about it. You're fine with the bracha on the talus. Because it's common to forget. And, you know, it happens. And you won't have kavana. It's good to add on the following words. I'm planning on pottering the bracha of my talus katan. So now, you what? never make an almond tzitzis anymore? You only make the I don't make an almond tzitzis at all. That was the, one right when you got married? You that is correct. That? The only time that I make the bracha is when I wake up on Tishabov morning. On Tishabov morning, because I'm not wearing my talus by Shacharis, then I make a bracha on my tzitzis. And some people say not to do that, because I'm not making the bracha on the talus for six hours. Right. Then I make a bracha on the tzitzis in the morning. But otherwise, I do not make the bracha on the tzitzis in the morning. I just make another talus. And this is what you should do. If you don't have this already, you should say it right now. My bracha of my talus potters my tzitzis forever. If you say that, it works. And that works from now on. And you don't have to think it. You don't have to say anything. It works from now on. It's like sort of a moda. So that's that. Yeah, Daniel. Why is there a difference in the bracha on the talus as opposed to the You can make a lisatef on a regular pair of tzitzis, but you'd have to wrap yourself in it. You'd have to take your tzitzis, your regular tzitzis, and wrap yourself like you would a regular talus. And then you can make lisatef a tzitzis in the morning. There is absolutely no difference between them at all. You could do it. We don't have the minute to, but it's 100% allowed. If you're just putting it out, then you're just making the bracha of al-mitzvah tzitzis, and that's enough. Right, so that's that. So again, so the two things that we have over here is number one, the kavana to have before putting it on, and number two, to potter the tzitzis and to make the lisate for both. The, both of those work. Okay. Uh, yeah. It totally depends. It totally, there's two things that it depends on. Number one, are you taking it off for a very short time and you're putting it, you're planning on putting it right back on, right? If yes, then don't make a bracha. If you're planning on taking it off and putting on a different pair or leaving it off for a long time, that could be like a half an hour, then yeah, you should make a new bracha. However, I have this in mind as well, and you can say this right now as well. When I make my bracha in the morning, it counts for my tzitzis all day long, 
and I am not making a new bracha even if I take them off for a little bit. Yeah, same thing. I, first of all, here's an unbelievable minhag that I learned from the Chavetz Chaim. If you're going to take off your tzitzis to take a nap on Shabbos, go to sleep. You can take them off if you want. Put them on top of you. You're not wearing them, so you won't sweat in them or whatever it is. Put it on top of your blanket. Right? You have your blanket on or whatever it is. Put them right on top. You're still wearing them. They're on you while you're asleep. And you get your yotze wearing tzitzis by having them on top of you while you're doing them. I, it's an unbelievable thing. I, I couldn't believe it when I read it. I was like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Why should I do that? Yeah. <laughs> Even if you toss and turn, napping during the day, how much tossing and turning you do? You know, like how much? You're going to, like, you're, you're fi- falling off the bed? <laughs> Just during keep it. In the winter, I don't take my nap Shabbos day uh, because there's not enough. So th- I take it Sunday. So Sunday, fine. So put it, spread it over the top of your bed. Spread it over everywhere. You'll get there at some point. You'll get some. If you have something on you, I think that's the best idea. But yeah, I would say on Shabbos, you probably would have to make a brand new bracha. You probably would have to. That's the most likely thing if you're going to take it off for long enough. Okay, Gimel. Kodem Shiavarech. Before you make the bracha on any tzitzis, this goes by talis, tzitzis, anything. Check them out. Look at the strings of tzitzis that there shouldn't be anything wrong that passels your tzitzis. You got to look at every single one and make sure there's nothing puzzle about it. Right? So it says, number one, you also have to separate your tzitzis with your hand. Right? And that, some say that's what the word tzitzis comes from. Tzadik, Yafrid, Tzitziosov, Tamid. Tzadi Yud, Tzadi Sof. Tzadik, Yafrid, Tzitziosov, Tamid. And go like that. Just go like that to make sure that they're all straight. So again, check them to make sure nothing's wrong. Separ- you know, separate the strings. They're not stuck together. But on Shabbos, don't do that. Just check them, but don't put your through because you might untie a knot, and that might be a problem. Can I give you an example? I had no reason to suspect this. I brought my Shabbos tzitzis. I have a, Shabbos, a pair of Shabbos tzitzis. I brought them to the dry cleaners to get dry cleaned, obviously. I got them back, did not look at them, took them out on Shabbat, on Friday night, you know, Friday afternoon, and put them on, and I did what I always do. Every single one, I just put my fingers through, and I was like, what's going on? They washed the tzitzis. Not just dry cleaned. They washed them. Totally ruined the tzitzis. They shrunk them. It went two inches up in the front, two inches up in the back. And all the tzitzis were all like these bubbly strings now. They weren't like the regular stuff. I couldn't believe it. I absolutely couldn't believe it. I went back to them. I was like, have you never done tzitzis before? I said, of course you've done tzitzis. I'm like, why would you wash these? She's like, there's no way we wash them. I'm like, this doesn't happen by dry cleaning. You don't dry clean them this way. They said they would pay for them, but I'm really upset because my Shabbos is I bought at a special store in Me'asharim. That would, it was like a handmade exactly the way I wanted them. And I bought the strings for it and I made the strings myself. I'm really upset. Like I, I, I was like, it's, it's not like I can't get another pair of tzitzis, but these weren't like... It was like a priceless pair of tzitzis to me. It's like I told them like $5,000. <laughs> now I told them like I, I'm going to check what a new pair of tzitzis is and I'll, I'll charge you for it. But like I was really upset. That, that, but that's why I do it. I do it because you don't think it's going to happen, but then all of a sudden it's there. Yeah, that problem. What's up? Are, are you allowed to put your, your, your fingers through on Shabbat? Separate. That's what it says. Do not separate. He says just check them. Don't do it. Do it. But I was doing it on Friday afternoon. 
before okay. Shabbos. That's what I do. So no, do not put your fingers through on Shabbos itself. Yeah. But if it's a knot that comes undone with only one hand. Usually it's okay. The problem is what we're afraid of is that it's not a knot that's going to, you're going to put your hand through, realize it's there and be like, oh, and then pull it out. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're really afraid of. We're afraid that you're going to start checking it out without even thinking because that's what just what people do. So that's that. The gamodis are, so three things. Again, number one, check the tzitzis. Make sure everything's set. Number two, put your fingers through, except on Shabbos, to make sure they're straight. Number three, just check out the hole on top of the tzitzis. You know where the tzitzis come through. If any of the strings are cut in that area, then it's puzzle. If it's an emergency, you're late to Minyan. Or the Tzibur is waiting for him to open up the Hechel or read the Torah or something. You can rely on a Chazaka that you probably was checked before and just put it on without checking. Which part of the Tzibur? I'm sorry? All the way up. If all the way up when it's four strings going through the holes, so you have four strings and one four, and then it becomes the eight. If any of those are cut, it's puzzle. If anything's cut all the way up there, that's going to be a problem. How long does it have to be after the knot? Even less than an inch. After the, yeah, after the first knot, meaning if you go right over here, after this first knot, even one inch out there will be fine. But if there's two strings that are cut, then you've got a problem, even from right there, because they might be the same string, and then it's not long enough at all. But one is probably still long enough and you won't have a problem. And that's that. The So too, if you're going on the road, you wouldn't be able to fix it. Don't check. Just rely on the chazaka. But don't check because if it's broken, there's nothing you can do about it. Right? So in that case, don't check it whatsoever. Now, again, this is something that absolutely everyone does accidentally. You go up for the Amud and you grab a talus. Did you, did you check the strings? Are you positive the strings are all okay? I cannot tell you the last person that I've seen that checked a talus when they go up for the almond, right? I do it all the time when I go up for the almond, and I found three puzzle talisim in Skoki Yeshiva over the last couple of years, right? Three, puzzle, like not even like whatever, like puzzle. Like one of the talisim, the strings are maybe like this long. Like they're not even longer than that. They like have the little knots and whatever it is, and then goes up to like here. There's like tiny little strings coming out. I'm like, has nobody noticed this? No one noticed this. But it was like this old little talus that like, it must have been like a silk talus from like the 1950s in conservative Judaism. I, I, that's gotta be where it's from. But that's something that every Everybody should go, you can rely on a chazaka, but again, check the strings, put your hand through the strings, and check the hole. Yeah. So, why are we saying not to check at all? Because isn't it a suffix there, Isa, then? No. Um, once you have a chazaka, that the chazaka is there from the day before, so the chazaka makes it meteorisa, it's all okay. So now it's a question of making it into a suffix. Do you have to make it into a suffix by checking? And the answer is you don't. You can rely on a chazaka. A chazaka is strong enough that it's a vadai. So then so that's doesn't it. only work if a person has checked it at some point? Regularly? Yeah, yeah, if you check it regularly. That's correct. So like a... A, a shultalis? talis. It's a good question. Definitely doesn't have that? Probably not. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yes and no. There are people that check them all the time. But is it done often enough? Probably not. 
Probably not. Like, how often do we use the talisim here, right? How often do we use them? Because during the week, the people daven, as long as you have a jacket, you don't have to wear a talus from a chamar. So how often do I use a talus during the week? I, I can't even tell you. Like, maybe once once a month we use a talus. And on Shabbos morning, right? Use your own. Uh, most people have where they l- borrow a talus from somebody. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, it's just rare. You usually have it by an aliyah or something like that. I don't know, really, I, I don't know how often these talisim are checked at all. I can't even tell you, right? And four of them have tchelas. That's already, yeah, it's Rabbi Tursky. He's in... He's going to do that. So that's perfectly fine. All right. I think we'll do one more, guys, very quickly. Gam talus katin yizar levad kodem. This is in Dalit. A talus katin, you should also, you should check it before putting it on. B'zetia gam ishto mesias mitzvah. And you can have a wife help you with that mitzvah. Shezihira livdok talus katin be'ishim is a menace. Habegadim lebalalach lifam. How about that? Have your wife check the talus katin when she sets up your clothing when you're going to wear them for the next morning. I mean, my wife does that for me all the time. Sets all my clothing out for me and tells me, here, you're wearing this suit today and this shirt. All the time, that happens. I should tell her. Like, the Benish Chai says that's what you should do. And check my tzitzis, please. <laughs> Along with that, that would be nice. Be zayre gamkin lifurachutim, you should, tizayre, I'm sorry. Gamkin lifurachutim, you should be very careful to separate the strings. Ki machmas kibos vada yumisubachum zabazet. Again, if you wash them, they're going to get all tangled. Vaz tito schar then, if a woman does that, she gets schar in this mitzvah, the hatzel balamin iser, saving her husband from any iser. Sometimes a man very quickly puts on his clothing, he doesn't check. But with all that, he should not rely on his wife. Rather, he should check it himself and then afterward make the bracha. I think that's obvious. You shouldn't rely on somebody else doing it for you. You should do it yourself, right? So that's the best thing to be able to do. All right, we'll stop with that, guys. We're, I'm going to be on K. What? what? Oh, yeah, that, that would be terrible.